All right, and we are live. Grace and peace, and God bless you to you all who are joining us on tonight. We want to thank God for every one of you who are with us on tonight. Uh, we want to praise God for each of you that are joining us by way of Facebook Live, that are joining us on Spreaker, uh, also on um, iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, and then also want to thank God for those that are joining us by way of the Prophets Teaching Group, amen, and we want to thank God for um, Apostle Ken Cox and for Prophetess Cox. We want to bless the Lord for you all for allowing us to come into the group and to be able to share uh, inside the group. I want to make sure I get this right. Make sure we get, we get this right. Very good. Very good. Um, so we are praising God on today for this teaching on tonight, and we are going to stay on schedule. Yes, we are going to stay on schedule. Praise the Lord. Um, and tonight we are going to be talking about tonight prophets and measures of authority. Um, I know that there's a lot that has to cover that we need to cover with this. Um, and I'm going to uh, try to get everything out as much as I possibly can um, in the time frame that is allotted. We have an hour. So I want to get this out um, and make sure that... Um, you know, saying that we're able to cover all of this. Okay, one second, one second, one second. Okay, I'm trying to fix my other camera because it's a little low. Okay, let's see. Uh, that's a little bit better. All right, so I want you to get your Bibles and we're ready to go into the word. God bless you to all of you that are joining us again. And let's pray. Let's open up with a word of prayer. And we're going to get into this word. That's what we're going to do. Father, we just thank you on tonight for your goodness and your grace, for your long suffering and your love and kindness. Father, we just bless you for just how you have just been blessing us and for how you have been ministering to us and meeting our needs, even in the midst of a pandemic. God, we just want to bless you and thank you for all of your goodness. Thank you, God, for your love and kindness. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for this teaching. We pray that you would, Lord, touch Lord, in the name of Jesus, every person that is viewing, every person that is watching, and I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you administer to their needs. Open their ears, open their hearts. Let the word fall on good ground. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. I have an issue with my clothes every time I get on the videos, you know, and I don't know my left or my right when I'm looking at it. But anyway, let's get to the word. All right, I want you to get your Bibles and let's go to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 13, 2 Corinthians chapter 13. Um, and again, I see all of your comments. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. Grace and peace be multiplied to all of you from God, our father and the Lord Jesus. We appreciate the Lord for each one of you. Get your Bibles. We're going to 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. We're going to read verses 13 through 16. And I hope that y'all are ready for this word. I want you to chime in if you're watching. Amen. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your feedback on this. Amen. As I'm teaching. Um, and I might say some things that might ruffle some people's feathers. Who knows? We don't know. Excuse me, but we're going to see. Amen. Um, I know that we may not agree with what I'm going to say, but guess what? I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> Hallelujah. Second Corinthians, the 10th chapter, verses 13 through 16. We've already prayed. Let's read the scripture. And he says, but we will not boast of things without our measure. Let me put my glasses on. But according to the measure of the rule, 
which God hath distributed to us a measure to reach even unto you. For we stretch not ourselves beyond our measure. I want y'all to highlight that in your Bible. Every place where you see the word measure, I want you to highlight that in your Bible. Okay? For we stretch not ourselves beyond our measure as though we reached not unto you. For we are come as far as to you also in preaching gospel of Christ, not boasting of things without our measure. There's that word again. I want you to highlight it. That is of other men's labors, but having hope when your faith is increased that we shall be enlarged by you according to our rule abundantly. I want you to underline that word rule too. Hopefully I'll get to deal with that. If I don't get to deal with it, we'll look at that at another time. All right. To preach the gospel in the regions beyond you and to and not to boast in another man's line of things made ready to our hand. And so tonight I want to talk to you about the prophets, uh, the prophet's measure of authority. We want to talk about the prophet's measure of authority. Many of us operating in our gifts, uh, some of us are operating in things, amen, that are outside of our measure, and we don't understand how come we're not successful in what we're doing. I want to tell you that tonight, the reason why, let me fix this because this is driving me bonkers, that little tag. The reason why you're not successful in what you're doing a lot of times is because what you're doing is outside the measure of your authority. Sometimes we're trying to step out into things that God has not anointed us to do. Sometimes we're trying to step out into things, do things that God has not given us the grace to do. Notice what Paul says to the Corinthian church. He says, but we will not boast of things without our measure. Let me explain to you that every believer, every pastor, prophet, apostle, evangelist, and teacher has been given a measure. The scripture says we have been given a measure, okay? Every organization has a measure. Every business has a measure. This is what they have been uh, geared to do. Um, us in, in, in scripture and in the, in the church world, we call it our anointing and uh, our reach, okay? All right, so the word measure, let's give you a definition. The word measure is taken from the Greek word metron. It is from the Greek word metron, which literally means your portion or your deposit. Paul said, we don't boast of things without our measure or without our portion. What we don't have impartation of, we don't boast about that. We don't boast about what God has not deposited in us. And a lot of people get out here and get involved in things and get involved in ministry, get involved in endeavors, get involved in uh, 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 um, outreach, get involved even in business. And it's outside your deposit. You don't have a deposit in you that can back what you're trying to do. And because of that, you get out here and you make shipwreck. You get out here and you tear up people's lives. You get out here and you don't know what you're doing. You get out here and you wreck people. You wreck yourself. You have, amen, hallelujah, amen, in environments that you go into because you don't have the deposit. And we're going to talk about that. 
You don't have to deposit to carry you. Let me read this verse again. So Paul said, we find we we will, we will not boast about the things without our measure, but according to the measure or the, according to the deposit of the rule or according to the portion of the rule which God have dis distributed to us, a measure or a metron or a deposit or a portion to reach even unto you. He said, the reason why we can reach you is because you are our portion. <laughs> Prophets, if you're going to be successful as you are reaching people, the only way that you're going to reach them is you got to find out what is your portion. Who is a part of your shit? What area, what region, what metron, what sphere of influence is your deposit? What has God deposited in you that has given you the power and the authority to be able to go into that area and that region or to go and reach those specific people that you are going to reach for. Let me ask you something. Take a minute if you can and hit the share button because I know you know some prophets that need to hear this word. And I'm going to tell you something. This might be the difference between their success and their failure. So I want you to take a minute and share this broadcast so that we can be a blessing to others. Hallelujah. Who are watching on tonight. Paul said, verse 14, for we stretch not ourselves beyond our measure. This is important. Paul said, we stretch not ourselves beyond our own measure. Do you know what your own measure is? Have you found stretching yourself beyond your measure, doing what is outside the realm of what God has ordered you to do because you don't have the power to do it, because God ha has not given you the anointing to do it, because it is outside of your deposit? You try to do something that you that God never put on the inside of you. Oh, we Jesus. You trying to walk in a realm that you have a deposit for. Picture me going to the bank trying to make a withdrawal. What's not in there? It's not going to happen. I cannot make a withdrawal against what has not been deposited. Can I say that again? I cannot make a withdrawal, a withdrawal against what has not been deposited. If you don't have what is necessary within to, to withdraw for you to be able to do the work that you're stepping into, if you don't have the deposit there, you're not going to be able, amen, to walk in that sphere. Amen. And some people feel like, well, I'm anointed to do everything. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're not anointed to, to do everything. Paul said, Paul said, amen. The measure that we have was given to us to reach you, number one. And he said, we don't stretch ourselves beyond our measure. He said, we know what God has anointed us for. And because we know what God has anointed us for, that's what we're going to walk in. That's what we're going to operate in. That's what we're going to be successful in. We're not going outside of our measure. So listen up, boo-boo. You're not anointed for everything. You might, you might have a grasp. How you say you're jack of all trade, but master of none. But believe me, you're not going to always be able to be successful. Because let's look at how we define success. That's that's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to look at how you define success. Ooh, ooh, there we go with, with technical difficulties. <laughs> you're going to have to look at how you define success. And if how you define success is based off of money and based off of numbers, then you're going to find yourself in trouble. Come on here, somebody. 
So you're going to have to be able to answer that. Okay, now this don't stand up here. Then guess what? I'm just going to say forget about it. Woo, Jesus. That's what happened when you hit stuff. Okay. Well, guess what? I'm just going to leave it like this. That's just going to have to be how it is. Amen. All right. So he said, for we stretch not ourselves beyond ourselves as though we reach not unto you. For we are come as far as to you also in preaching the gospel of Christ, not boasting in things without our measure. You hear folks and they, they just boasting about stuff that they really don't have authority over, that they really have power in. Come on here, somebody. What's wrong with us? All right. And he said, that is of other men's labors, labors, but having hope when your faith is increased, that we shall be enlarged by you according to our rule abundantly to preach the gospel in the regions beyond you and not to boast in another man's line of things made ready to our hand. So let's look back again at this word metron. We all move in our own metron. We all move in our own uh, uh, realm of authority that God has given to us. And I'm not fooling with this light tonight. We all move according to our own rule of authority that God has given to us. And what has happened with us is we find sometimes people are trying to move in something that God did not anoint them to do. And this is where we find difficulty. God has not anointed me for all this lighting. And that's why I keep falling all over the place. <laughs> okay. Okay, so here's the thing. We're trying to move and function according to what we see somebody else doing, according to how we see somebody else functioning, according to how we see somebody else is being anointed, according to how somebody else preaches, according to how somebody else prophesies, instead of us walking in our own metron. You need to find out what is your level, what is your deposit, what is your anointing, what is your sphere, what is your metron, and you need to walk according to your own measure. Woo! Hallelujah. Okay? And you have to understand that there are different measures that we operate in in this life. How do I know? Because the Bible tells us we have a, we, we all have been given a measure of faith. We all have been given a measure of the gift of Christ. We all have been given a measure of authority and rank. We all have been given a measure of prophetic insight. We all have been given a measure of days, a measure of, of the spirit, a measure of inheritance. We all have a measure, our own measure, according to every single thing that pertains to us in this life. You have your own measure of anointing, your own measure of, of, of revelation. So you can't, you can't measure yourself. And Paul talks about this. He said, those that measure themselves by themselves are not wise. You're not the plumb line for me. Your, your neighbor or the prophet down the street is not the measure for you. The word of God is the measure for you. Holy Spirit on the inside is the measure for you. You got to learn how to operate in the place that God has anointed you to operate in without comparing yourself to somebody else. You don't need to measure yourself by somebody else's standard or by what somebody else is doing. You need to learn how to operate in the place that God has called you the way that God has called you. Amen, somebody. 
own uh, measure of blessing, your own measure of authority, your own measure of the spirit of God, your own measure of revelation that God has given to you. Just because I heard somebody else say it don't mean I'm anointed to preach it. Come on here, somebody. Okay, we'll fix this light right here. Let me put this light up here. Okay, let me just do this. Fix this so that this could get out my way. Amen and amen. There you go. Let us sit up there like that. Okay. I don't know what this is doing. But my food, if it falls and y'all hear it fall, it's because it fell. Okay. All right. So those are some of the measures that's found in scripture. You'll find that in Romans 12 and 6, Ephesians 4 and 7, 2 Corinthians, what we just read, 10, 13, 16, 1 Corinthians 13 and 9, Job 28, 25. Psalms 39 and 4, Luke 15 and 12, Daniel 1, 13 through 15, and Leviticus 7 and 35. I'll, I'll give you the verses of scripture again later. Okay, learn how to operate in your measure. This is where we find ourselves in difficulty because we try to do what we see somebody else do. Listen to me. I'm not anointed to do what you have been anointed to do. My best bet is to bring you alongside and let you do what you need to do. Come on here, somebody. I'd rather, amen, if I got the venue and you got the anointing for it, let's get together, amen, and let this thing work together. But it don't make sense for me to try to do what I see you doing. God has not anointed me for it. Okay, let's look at Matthew 25. Get your Bibles, Matthew 25, and let's go to verse 14 and 15. And you have to understand these measures, okay? Proportions are distributed to us according to God's looking at us and judging our capacity. Do you know what your capacity is? What's your capacity? Come on, do you have the capacity to be able to carry what other people are doing? God is looking at your capacity, what you are able to follow through with, what you can do with what he has given you, not what Sally can do with what he gave you. Come on here, somebody. Amen. Matthew 24, verses 14 and 15, it says, The kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And he gave unto one, unto one he gave five talents, unto another two, unto another one. To every man, listen to this, according to his several ability. This word, several ability, means capacity. God has given to us what we, he knows that we have the capacity to carry and to be able to walk out. Many of us want what we don't have the capacity to carry. Many of us, many of us want what we see somebody else doing, but boom, you don't have the capacity for it. Come on here. You can't get mad because God opened doors for, 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 for Prophet Doohickey 
able to carry it without dropping it. Let me give you this. Let me give you this real quick. Hold on. Let me give you this. Let me give you a good, let me give you a real good. Let me give you a definition of capacity. It is the maximum amount that something can contain. God knows what the maximum amount of anointed you can carry. The maximum amount of authority that you can deal with. Some of us, we get happy and get drunk with authority. Some of us can't handle the authority that God will give to us. It is your maximum, the amount that something can produce. Hear me when I say this to you. It's not just what you can carry, but it's what you can reproduce. Can I say that again? It's not just what you can carry, but it's what can you reproduce after you receive this deposit? What can you reproduce after your own kind from this deposit that you have received? That's what God is looking at. So every man has been given a measure, okay, according to his own several abilities, according to his capacity. God knows our capacity. God knows what we can do. He will never give us anything beyond our capacity. Can I say it again? He's not giving it to you. Because sister, you can't handle it. Brother, you can't. Prophet, you can't handle it yet. You remember who was that? Jack Nicholson said in that movie, you can't handle the truth. Uh-uh. Listen, prophet, you can't handle the measure. You can't handle the authority. You can't handle your own capacity. You're not even being honest about your own capacity. You have to be able to carry and reproduce. What are you going to do? How do I know? This verse that we're looking at in Matthew 25 is the parable of the talents. And we see that this was what was what made the unjust steward unjust is that he did not reproduce what he had been given. Are you reproducing what God has given to you? What are you doing with what God has given to you? Are you carrying it and burying it or are you carrying it and reproducing after your own kind. Okay. Here's where we have problems. And I want to talk about this real quick. Here's where we have problems. And I'm going to get into this. Because there's, if we got time. I'm watching the time. If we got time. I want to talk about steps to mastery. Okay. How can you increase your capacity. Is you have to build on those steps to mastery. We have a lot of people that have put themselves in the position of mastery. Or mastery. And they have not gone through steps to get there. Not only have they not gone through those steps to get there, they have not mastered where they are. And so they want to do like now we have a lot of people doing master classes. You do a master classes. When you have not you have not completed the the place where you are. You have not mastered where you we got sophomores and freshmen doing master classes. You not no master what have you mastered? You haven't mastered holding your peace. You haven't mastered praying. You haven't mastered your gift. You haven't mastered reproducing after your kind. Come on here, prophets. Where you at? You have 
not mastered reproduction, but you want to be called master. You want to be a, you want to have a master's class. You, you, you want to run like you a master, but you really a junior. You really a freshman. You really a sophomore. You're really a novice. You're just getting started. And this is where we have difficulty because people want to say, I'm going to tell you something. Let me, let me lay this on the line for you. I don't care what the big name is. I don't care how many churches they have. I don't care how many people are following them. It does not make them a master. Hello? Who mad? Ain't nobody mad but the devil. Ain't nobody. God but God. Come on here, somebody. You got, just because they have a name does not make them a master. Just because they have a following does not make them a master. And we see, we see God gives us according to our capacity. Let me tell you something. Everything that a man has does not mean that God gave it to him. Listen to me. This is why the Bible tells us, amen, that whether... It's ministry. Let us wait on our ministry. And for some of us, we don't want to wait on our ministry. Some of us, we want to run out there and want to be this. We want to be that. We want to be known as prophets. We want to prophesy. We want open doors, but we don't know our metron. We don't know what we have the capacity to carry and reproduce because we don't sit still long enough for God to allow that seed that he has deposited in us to germinate, to take root, to grow and let the fruit grow on it. Come on here, somebody. This is what we need. We need to be able to know what is our metron. How do we move metronically? What is it that God has allowed us to transverse through? Amen. That is our level. We're trying to get to somebody else's level when we have not mastered our own levels. Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. All right, 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. Okay, you got to know, before we get to that, you got to know, all right, God is not going to give you something that you can't hold. You don't have the ability to hold. Do you have, listen, ask yourself this question. Do I have the ability to hold what I'm reaching out for? Do I have the capacity? Are there holes in my spirit that's going to cause me to leak out and lose what God has put on the inside of me or what it is that I'm reaching for? Listen to me. God is not going to always just give you what you want. He's going to give you what you can hold. He's going to give you what you have the capacity to hold on to, the capacity to be able to reproduce. That's what he's going to give you. So if you go back and check your prayers and you see, well, God, why you didn't answer me this? Why didn't you give me this? Because you couldn't hold it. Because you don't have the metron for it. You don't have you don't have the capacity for it. So therefore, you didn't get the deposit of it. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 10 and 13, he says, therefore, there have no uh, temptation 
taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, uh, above that you have capacity, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that you will be able to bear it. Here's another note, prophet. If you find yourself in a temptation that you can't handle, that is above your grade, that you don't have capacity to resist, it's because you're outside your metron. You fell in that thing because you were outside your metron. You didn't have the capacities. I'm telling you what the book says. This not. This is not my own theology. This is Bible. This is Bible, and we are so fast to quote this verse of scripture. God will not tempt us above what we are able. Hallelujah. We go off speaking in tongues. We go off in the spirit. Hallelujah. We say this all the time, but what do we really realize? Do you realize that this means that if you find yourself tempted above what you are able, it's not just that your flesh is weak, you outside your metron. <laughs> You're in the wrong realm because everything that you're supposed to be able to handle, God has graced you for it. Hello? Prophets, are you there? Prophets, are you listening? Are you catching this? This is the real deal right here, okay? And I don't know, you may not have heard somebody say that to you before, that if I'm being tempted above what I'm able, that means I'm in the wrong place. Show sure enough. You're in the wrong realm. You're outside the realm of your authority. If you can't handle. Now, I'm not telling you you're not going to feel like you can't handle it. I said if you can't, if you let, if what is coming upon you overtakes you, it's because you're outside your metro. You poked your head in the wrong place. Because what you are facing, I just read it in the book. He will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Did you miss your escape hatch? Was you able? Did you have the capacity to stand? And if you did not have the capacity to stand, it's because you were in the wrong metron. You got outside what you was anointed to do. Keep going. I see I don't got no friends on that one, but I ain't taking it back. You don't like it, tear it out. Or you ain't ever got to read that verse again. But it's going to be there when you pick up the next Bible. Okay? So you got to understand that, that this is a principle that you have got to look at and be able to observe. God is not a God of waste. He does not give you just what you pray for. And I said this already. He gives you what you can handle, what you can manage, what you can hold. So I want you to examine yourself. I want you, I want you to do some self-examination right here and ask yourself, what is my capacity? What has God anointed me for? Okay. What is it that God has deposited in me? What is it that he's put on the inside of me? How do I withdraw what he has deposited? How do I walk out what God has put in me? I'm going to give y'all another good verse that goes very well with 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. Let's go look at Luke 12 and 48. Let's look at Luke 12 and 48. Luke 12 and 48 says, For unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall much be required. 
and to whom men have committed much of him, they will ask the more. Let's talk about this capacity again. You want this anointing. You want to be called prophet. But can you handle the weight of being called that? Can you handle the weight? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Can you handle what, what God has placed on your shoulders? The scripture is plain. He says, so whom much is given, much will be required. He said, to whom much is given, much is required. That's number one. Okay. Then he also said, then he also says, okay. Hold on. I don't know what's going on with this camera. Let me check this. He said, to whom much is given, much is required. Then he also said, of whom men have committed much, of him they will ask the more. Do you know that the more responsibility that you have, the more people are going to look for you to be responsible? Did you know that? Or are you trying to check out on folks? Because you don't want nobody to require anything of you. You don't want anybody to require a thing of you. You want to do what you want to do. You can do what you want to do in this thing. You can't go where you want to go. Listen, that uh, to whom much, whosoever much is given, of them shall much be required. To whom men have committed much, of him they will ask the more. You don't want nobody to ask more of you. I'm going to just let that sit right there for a second. You don't want anybody to require anything of you. What's your capacity? Can you handle? Do you have the ability for people to put the weight of commitment on you? Come on, prophets. Where y'all at? Talk loud. You ain't loud enough. Why you speaking in tongues right here? Why you not... Or about Shonda, why you not? Why you not giving God glory right here? Come on, can you handle the weight of people committing much to you? Can you handle the weight of people asking more of you? You complaining about what little bit is required of you now, but you want more? Can you handle? And do you know for real what is your capacity? What is your metron? What has God really given to you? And can you really handle all that you're saying that you want? Test and the trial that comes with it. But can you handle the weight that comes from people looking for you to be in place, looking for you to carry this weight, looking for you to show up with a word, looking for you to have the character and the integrity that goes along with the weight of call. This is what we're talking about when we're talking about capacity. Listen, you got to be ready for this. What is your metron and a lot of prophets don't go far enough because we just think because we prophesy i don't want to talk to the prophesiers tonight i want to talk to those who walk and stand in their in the fullness of their gift as prophet and understand what the office is i know some people say there's no office i understand that we fighting over tech, tech, uh, terminology i don't want to fight with over terminology but there is an office because when we talk about the office we talk about the weight the authority amen and the measure that comes with that gift 
So I want to know, are you ready for that? As God's prophet, are you ready to carry the fullness of the weight of your gift and your office? Okay, listen to me. Paul says that every measure has a reach. This is proof that if God is not anointing you to do something, you can't reach it. You can't go there. The door won't open. You can't, the, the people won't respond. So you got to go back to God and ask him, what is my metron? What have you deposited in me? I want to walk where my deposit can keep me. Oh, that's a word right there. I want to walk where my deposit can keep me. I want to walk not just where my deposit can keep me, but amen. I want to walk to the place where my deposit wants me to go. Amen. My deposit can carry me to that place. Because I have this deposit, that door has to open. Oh, yeah. So Paul says every measure has a reach. We just read that in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. Every measure, every metron has a particular influence, okay? Every measure, you got to reach those that God has assigned to you. You got to reach those places that God has assigned to you. You got to speak to those, whether you ever see them face to face. You know what I'm saying? I was having a conversation with someone who was talking about people not wanting to do online church and people saying this and people say, let me tell you something. We're going to reach who God has ordained for us to reach, whether it's online, whether it's outside. And listen to me, case in point, the person who was arguing, and I don't mean them no, dis no, no, no disrespect, but the person who was making a state, you know, stating a case about people not wanting to do online church, the person you're trying to defend, you wouldn't know anything about their ministry if they didn't have something online. Why? Because they were walking in their metron, so you stepped in it. So why are we worried about what somebody else is doing? Walk where God anointed you. It matters not what other people's opinions are. It matters not if other people like what you're doing or how you're doing it. Reach where God told you to reach. Use every method available to you to step out into your metron. Hallelujah. Amen. And so this gives us insight. Looking at looking at Second uh, Corinthians ten and thirteen, this gives us amen insight on what our gift does, that our gift is supposed to have a specific reach, okay? Your gift opens the door, okay? So when your gift brings you to a door, amen, and it opens up for you, amen, hallelujah, you walk in to that door, your anointing and the measure of the deposit that God has put into you, amen, and deposited into you will allow you and, and give you the ability to complete your assignment. Listen to me. Don't just get to the door with your gift and not have the anointing and the capacity, amen, hallelujah, to be able to fulfill the assignment. You need more than just gifting. You need the capacity to fulfill the assignment. Check your deposits. Isn't that what you do before you make withdrawals? Don't you check your deposits? Before you start spending, you check your deposits. When's the last time you checked your spiritual deposit? Somebody write that in there. Check your deposit.
When's the last time you checked your deposit? When's the last time you checked yourself for a deposit that God put on the inside of you? Come on, write it in there. Check your deposit. Hallelujah. So your gift opens the door. The anointed and the deposit of the anointed on the inside is what completes the assignment. And it's according to the level of your gift. It's according to the level of your deposit that you are able to fulfill your assignment or make, you know, reach, successfully reach and influence those that God has called you to. Why is it that we're trying to do what somebody else is doing instead of doing what God has called us to do? Work your metron. Work that thing that God has put on the inside of you. Stop looking at other people and look at what God has put on the inside of you. Look at your own deposit. Look at the, the anointing that God has placed on the inside of you and work with that. Amen. Paul said, I we don't stretch ourselves beyond our measure. 2 Corinthians 10 and 14. Stop stretching yourself beyond your measure, beyond your deposit. If somebody wants you to do something that's outside the realm of your anointing, don't do it. Who do you owe anything to? You don't owe anybody anything except what the scripture tells us, amen, to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Hello? So check where you are. Stop trying to stretch yourself. Listen, this is, this is Paul, the apostle, talking. And here he is, great man of God, wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. And even he said... Listen, we're not stretching ourselves beyond our deposit, beyond our metron, beyond our capacity, beyond our measure. He said, we're not going to do it. You have to tell yourself, I'm not doing that. I don't care what anybody asks me to do. If that's not what God anointed me to do, sorry, Sally, we're not doing it. Okay? This shows you how to be effective and how to increase your measure. Okay, one of the most dangerous things you could possibly do is to try to reach outside or operate outside your measure. You're going to have demons busting you upside the left side and the right side of your head because you don't know how to operate in something that you stepped into that God didn't anoint you to do. Listen to me. Second Chronicles 26 shows us how Uzziah, the king, tried to operate as a priest. Outside of his measure. And the Bible says he was stricken with leprosy. Come on, people of God. God can never trust us with more until we learn to love what he has given us. What does he have to strike us with for him to show us that we're outside our metron? You don't have to whoop me, God. I'm going to stay right here where you caught me. 
I want to operate in what you told me to do. I want to walk where you told me to walk. I want to preach how you told me to preach. I want to prophesy the way you speak to me. I want to walk the way you want me to walk. I want to go where you told me to go. I want to operate where you anointed me to operate. I want to reach into the places, into the regions, into the nations that you have anointed me to. And I don't want to go outside my metro. And that has to be your dedication that you don't allow anything to move you outside of what God has anointed you to do. That you don't stretch yourself beyond your measure. Woo! Don't stretch yourself beyond your measure. Okay? This means that you don't need to covet nobody else's ox. This uh, this this what the, what 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 the scripture tells us, amen, in Exodus, tells us about coveting. You don't covet your neighbor's ox. You don't covet your neighbor's ass. You don't covet your neighbor's uh, uh, wife. You don't covet anything that is your neighbor's. You don't covet their anointing. You don't covet, you don't covet their house. You don't covet their car. No, I didn't cuss. Go read Exodus 20. It's in there. You don't covet none of that. Come on here, somebody. Walk in your metron. Hallelujah. Stay in your lane. Walk where God has anointed you. Stand in the place that he's called you into. Glory to God. Preach like he's anointed you to preach. Hallelujah. Influence the places, the cities, the locales, the countries that he has anointed you to. Amen. Influence. Glory, hallelujah. So you got to learn how to stay where you are because your, your measure gives you access. Because somebody type that in there? My measure gives me access. You may have access that I don't have. My measure gives me access. My measure gives me access to doors. My measure gives me access to regions. My measure gives me access to nations and cities. Come on here. Hallelujah. Things that might be locked to somebody else. God will allow that thing to open if it's my measure. If you're trying to tap into something that is your measure and it's not mine, God will give it to you, but I can't touch it. Your measure is what unlocks doors. Your measure gives you access. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So you got to be able to walk where God wants you to walk. Can God trust you with the authority that he has given to you? If you want to see God give you more, then you must be faithful over a few things so he can make you ruler over much. Hallelujah. Faithful over a few things so he can make you ruler over. If you want to increase in your spiritual rank, then you must be faithful in the measure that he has given to you today. If you want to have an increase in your spiritual weight, hallelujah, and the wealth that's on the inside of you, you must be faithful in the measure that he has given to you. Do you know what is your measure? Come on here. Hallelujah. 
If you are, and I want to say this to you, training is part of you being able to walk in your measure and not just walk in your measure, but to also receive promotion. You need to be able to receive. You need to allow, we're talking about deposit. So God is going to deposit into you by his spirit, but God also uses other gifts to deposit into you. Who is, who is depositing into you to help to increase or bring promotion in your life? I'm just asking. Come on now. God has to see that you are consistent. Come on. God has to see that you are dedicated. God has to see that you are taking what has been deposited and you are multiplying it. You are, you are reproducing it. Hallelujah. When you see that, when you see, amen, and when God sees, rather, that you are making good use of what he has given to you, then he can promote you, all right? But promotion is not going to come until he measures every gift, every anointing, every assignment. Come on, hallelujah, because you got to be able to go through the stages before you get promotion. You have to survive every stage in order for you to reach the place of promotion. Every son in the spirit has to survive stages in order to get to the place of promotion. Every measure that you have been given, you've got to be able to hold on to that measure, amen, and survive the stages of growth in order for you to qualify for promotion. How does promotion come? Are you ready? I don't know if you want to hear that. Promotion comes when every stage of development has been completed. How do we come through those stages? What does God use? What are the prophetic tools that God uses? What are the prophetic tactics that God uses? What are the prophetic technologies that God uses? Some of it is life. Some of it is testing and trial. Some of it is teaching and training tutors and governors. Some of it, amen, hallelujah, is submitting. Some of it is the test of waiting. Some of it is the test of faithfulness. Amen, hallelujah, and consistency. Glory to God, hallelujah. But I want to talk to you real quick, and I have said this before to previous prophets when I was training them. You need to understand that you don't just need an activation. We thank God for prophetic activations, but there must be violent training. Hallelujah. There must be violent training. The training that the prophet endures is violent. <laughs> and that is the only way that the novice moves into mastery. That is the only way that you move from, from your gift to promotion. That is the only way that God increases our capacity. That is the only way. Violent training. Violent training. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. And we don't want that violent training because it's painful. We don't want that violent training because it makes us cry. We don't want that violent training because it ain't cute. We don't want that violent training because, hallelujah, it hurt too bad. It take too long. But if you want to get to the place of mastery, violent training is necessary because violent training makes masters. Come on here. Violent training makes masters. So you may not like it, but I want you to go back over this. And if you need to sit down and watch this again, I need you to sit down and watch this again. Because there are things that so many people are doing. And we want to move and do things outside the realm of our anointing. Outside the realm of our measure. Get in your measure and stay in it. Don't you let nobody pull you out of it. Don't you let nobody talk you into another measure. If God have not opened it, how do I know? Because if the doors won't open, if the region won't open, come on here, somebody. If the, if the, if the nations won't open, hallelujah, then that is not your metron. And I'm not talking about experiencing difficulty. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about because you had a hard time. Come on here, somebody. I'm not talking about because you had, you know, a problem. That that means that you're not going to be able to access. No, I'm talking about every time you try to do this thing, God is showing you this is not your measure. Paul said, I don't reach beyond my measure. I want to go back to reading that again. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 through 16. Let me read that to you one more time. Let me read that to you one more time. He says, but we will not boast of things without our measure, but according to the measure of the rule which God have distributed to us, a measure to reach even unto you, a measure to reach even unto you. You will reach successfully those that are within your metron. Why? Because they won't be able to resist your words. They won't be able to, and you have the answer to the question that they have been asking. You have the sound in the spirit that they've been listening for. Hallelujah. You say what they've been waiting to hear. Hallelujah. You operate in the realm, glory to God, that causes deep in you to speak and call out to the deep in them. So operate in your metron. He says, we don't get into things that are without our measure. We don't boast in another man's labors, but having hope when your faith is increased that we shall be enlarged by you according to our rule abundantly to preach the gospel in the regions beyond you. He said, I know that what we have is successful because when we finish ministering to you, okay, hallelujah, when we finish ministering to you, what we poured into you is going to cause the region around you to open up. Listen to me. Every door begets another door. Walk in your metron. Stand in your grace. And in the capacity that God has given to you. I'm out of time, but I'm certainly not out of words. But this is all the time I have for now. 
All I can say to you is go back and watch this from the beginning if this has been a blessing to you. Or you can join us again on next Tuesday. Maybe we'll be able to do a part two next Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Tuesday Night Live with Apostle Friend. I thank God for all of you that have been joining and watching. If you want to sow into this ministry, our Cash App information is at the top. It's not a prerequisite, but if you've been blessed and you want to sow, amen, feel free to allow the Lord to minister to you, amen, and speak to your heart. But I speak blessing over you favor over you and increase over you in Jesus name. And we declare that this word that you have heard on tonight, that you will be accountable for this word in the name of Jesus. And we give God praise. We give God glory. We give God honor for all that has been spoken for his glory in Jesus name. Amen. God bless you until next Tuesday. Have a blessed night. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you can save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.